Bulls, the Bulls are off and running. And Dan and Jason Bernstein are here to keep you up to date with the Stampede. You're listening to Organizations Win Championships. Welcome to episode 51 of the Organizations Win Championships podcast and Odyssey podcast. I'm Dan Bernstein, along with that man, Jason Bernstein, and our producer, James Jackson. So we have something rare to to discuss and celebrate right now, a winning streak, a two-game winning streak. two games. It's still a winning streak, so we got to enjoy we have to, we for, can. Yeah. First, first off, let's shout out Ryan Archidiakono, 51, episode 51, Bulls legend. Um, now, now Knicks legend and obviously Final Four legend. But two games, yay, and they're probably going to lose to the Hornets, even though no. the Hornets are bad. No, no Hornets okay, are fine. bad. Hornets are bad. They're coming yeah, oh, here. Yeah. So. LaMelo's hurt. LaMelo's hurt. Yeah, but I do like Brandon Miller. He's pretty good. Seven and 14, 13th in the NBA Uh, East. The Bulls are now 28th of 30 in points per game, 14th of 30 in opposing points per game. Overall net rating, 23rd of 30. And here they are coming off of a win that I I didn't quite see coming. And even though I watched this one on, I watched it on the DVR, I still thought they were going to lose. Because I knew they won. I knew they won 124 to 18. And I'm watching this thing like to so 118, not, not 124 to 18. No, 120. <laughs> did I say 18? You that, said that, 18. That would be a big win. 124 to 118. I didn't think they were going to win this game when they won 124 to 18. It sounds like a <laughs> South Carolina women's basketball game, is what that but, sounds like. Hey, man. It, we let, Let's Kobe not bury White. the lead here. Let's not bury Kobe the lead. Kobe White. No, Zach Levine is out again. Yeah, that's the Kobe still, White, pretty good. Yeah, Kobe, but part of the all, all roads lead back to the way this team is playing because now we had something outside of the control group in the last win that we talked about. The the surprise win over Milwaukee that was you know maybe a dead cat bounce. They were missing both Demar Derozan and and Zach. So here comes Demar back. And we think okay. Mm-hmm. Do they move the ball? Do they assist on most of their baskets? Are they popping it around? The answer was yes. DeMar had 10 assists himself. He was and, really and DeMar, he shot four threes as well and made two of them in mm-hmm. 39 minutes, 24, 5, and 10. Yep. What, what, what more do you want out of him? That, that's exactly what he should be doing. Well, and, and the Kobe, eye test. Kobe, the eye test Kobe, to Kobe White. We'll get to Kobe, Kobe White. White. We'll get Come to on. Kobe White. Come on. But but the, the eye test on DeMar of watching him either step in to a reasonable three or I say or or make a move to find an open guy. And the Bulls had 48 made field goals and 32 assists. Again, they shot 43s. Yes. Like, this is what it looks like. This is how they're supposed to play. Yep. Now go ahead. Guess how many three? Guess, guess how many? Guess how many threes the Pelicans took? 28. 25. All right. They shot 15 more threes than their opponent. Granted, they only won by six. But the reason why they won is because they shot 43s and made 17 of them. 
That's why they won. And well, there's, there's I, two I, people I, that need to be singled out. I think Kobe, two, two people, Kobe, obviously Kobe White, and I. For whatever I've said before about the ceiling on on Io, he is earning more minutes. He's been really, really tough, really tough, really aggressive, and fearless. But the the story still of the game, can't other, shoot. still can't shoot, but. Yeah, but he's still willing to take the shot, though. Correct, correct, correct. But it it never looks... It always looks different out of his hand when he's shooting at three. His mid-range is fine. And I trust him when he's going to the basket. It's just every single time he takes a shot from deep, I it looks slightly different every time. I just wish it was more consistent. Because it's not like Kobe is the prettiest jumper in the world, but it looks the same out of his hand. So... The guy who can't shoot is Vooch. Yeah, that, that was that was horrendous. That that was bad. However, if if he if he only had six points on three of twelve shooting and over five from three, and they won, mm-hmm. that's a good sign, right? And you're without Zach. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I think we know the problem. I think we know the problem. But and we I, certainly know what you interrupted me again. You interrupted me again. You, no, you interrupted. Me. I was in the middle of talking, schmuck. The floor is yours, Senator. It is it <laughs> Senator Schmuckington from the state of say, Schmuck. I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say Representative George Santos. Ah yeah. But <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just smiley today. But is Zach the problem or is DeRozan the little bit of both it might even be more zach we might be wrong because derozan was good it's because of how derozan decided to play which was really my point in that we've always wanted to combine 2018 toronto willingness to shoot threes derozan with san antonio willingness to facilitate derozan and if you get a little bit of both and he's playing into what they want to do it looks a whole hell of a lot better and the, the 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 fearlessness with which Kobe White could play, especially overcoming Gosh. a brutal first quarter, he was awful. But he never stopped, and when he was catching at the logo and firing away when it was a good shot. He can sh- he can shoot the crap out of the ball. I, I if he starts a string of these perform a couple of these performances together, maybe not thirty one, but. You know, if he starts scoring 21, 22, 23 points a game consistently, you're you're uh, do you think he can do that? Because I don't see why he can't because he can do a lot with Zach out if he keeps. Yeah. And if he keeps improving defensively. Could do you could you if Zach is out, could you see Kobe White being an all star? Could you see that happening? This year? I don't know about this year, but I, I don't know about this year. You give Kobe White a full half season without Zach Levine. Do you think he has a chance to be an all-star? I'm never going to say that uh, the high first round pick doesn't have a chance to be an all-star. And if he if he continues to shoot 40% from three-point range, of course that's possible. But let's let's slow our roll a little bit here with a high because... volume too with a pretty high volume as well yeah but i just think the the first things first is 
continued buy-in to playing at this pace, not necessarily mm-hmm. worrying about turnovers. And it, the one thing I realized too is when they play with pace, you don't feel miserable if they go down eight. You know, they were no. they were down eight, then they were back down eight, then they're down nine. They're thinking like it used to be when when they're playing slowly with fewer possessions, it feels like they're they're at the bottom of a well. And when there are when they are getting more opportunities, saying, like, all right, well, that's just another opportunity for somebody to hit a three, whoever it may be. Exactly. It's it's like yes, yes, yes. You know what do you call that? Basketball. Yeah, I was just gonna say basketball. That yeah, NBA ball. So we're so ecstatic about this when everybody else in the league is playing like this and just took him a little bit too long, but this is telling me, Zach, you can, you can pack your bags, sayonara, see you and have, have fun jerking around in LA or wherever you're going to be. And I don't know though. they're, the Bulls, as we discussed last episode, the Bulls obviously no have told yeah. people that there's no market, which could be a message to Clutch Sports and a message to Zach. Because I don't, obviously, nothing happens in a vacuum. And if, in fact, this is some sort of Rich Paul, LeBron James master plan to get Zach Levine to yeah. LA, I'm not quite sure yeah. what the four dimensional chess is here because I, I don't even know if the Bulls are going to end up wanting to trade with the Lakers because you can't get a draft pick before 2029 or whatever it is. I just I just don't think Zach Levine has that kind of leverage with Rich Paul when he has clients such as LeBron. Unless LeBron was saying you need to make this trade for Zach right now, or that's what I mean. He's not he's not going to do that for Rich Paul. He's I'm not, not saying fire I, him. I'm just I'm just saying that this could be a, a strategy on the part of their most important. The client. Lakers have enough. The Lakers have an, have enough of a screwed up, old, bad, star stud, former star studded roster, bad, terrible, <laughs> annoying roster. If you add Zach Levine to that, I think everybody's. I think that everybody on the team will spontaneously combust. I, I I just that that would be that would be the worst thing for that team. But uh, Rob Polenka does that kind of stuff because he's mm-hmm. you know, I, I I don't know because he's weird and bad at his job and terrible. Well, yeah, but he's doom spiraling. Le- Le- LeBron's running it. Yeah, Rob Polenka isn't doing LeBron anything. Just wants to play it. with his friends. Yeah. Well, no, I think he wants to compete for another title. And I, if he thinks that Zach Levine could be the a, a three. Which he would obviously be on that team. I don't think Zach sees himself that way. He Zach sees no. himself as a one of ones. But if he were willing to accept <laughs> that role, in AD. yeah, you know we haven't talked about I, it yet. I, I don't know. I th- so you think Rob Plank's job is just to sit there and look like Rob Lowe? I think his job is to make LeBron happy as a person and as a basketball player, and and. LeBron isn't going to be. In, he he can veto anything. Plank is not going to do anything without LeBron wanting it. It's just the way it works in the NBA. But you know, what we haven't talked about yet. What? Do you believe that the other unintended consequence of Zach's absence is a much more comfortable and aggressive Patrick Williams? I mean, it's. I don't know if I believe in it, but the numbers sure do, right? I mean, his three point shooting is still a little bit off, but. He looks. He looks more. I was going to say he looks more comfortable. He. The, mm-hmm. I mentioned it last episode that I watched his highlights in college and different player when he was one of the guys 
And right now he has to be one of the guys. He has to step up with such a, you know, important as much as much as we don't really like him right now. He Zach Levine is more important than Patrick Williams. And with Zach out, Patrick has to step in. He has to do more. And he, he's been doing a good job. I, I would rather see Patrick put up better numbers than Vooch. I want I, I we know what Vooch is. We still we still don't really know what Patrick is because he's not aggressive enough yet. So we'll see. It, it, signs are for the most part, if they are to tear this down, signs are pointing up more than down, I think, because you, you cut the cancer out, right? I think Zach Levine is the He's coming back though. I think Huh? He's coming back. I know, I mean, but, he's only gonna be out for a couple more I, I, games. But, I know, but they'll wait until December and then they'll or they'll wait until whenever the forgot it's December. They'll wait until that deadline and, you know, pro, if there's a market, ship him off and we'll see how it looks. But Patrick's looked good. He's looked good. And they needed it too. with Zach out. Well, I, th- I mean, I think the team in general just looks better defensively when Zach Levine isn't playing. So I, I think there, there's definitely some validity in that. Hello. I want you, you, you to be the... very quiet this episode. Oh, I don't want to interrupt you because you yell at me. So I'm, I'm ah. making sure you're done talking. I, I want you to be the judge of what I heard when I heard Billy Donovan talking after the game about Kobe White's 31 point, what, nine assists, seven rebound or nine rebound, seven assist performance. Nine rebound, six double. assists. Yeah. And Donovan was asked about him before the game and immediately after the game. And I hear what he's not saying and see if this is subtweeting to you. Okay. Kobe's not one of these guys that if he feels like he's got it going, he's just going to take a lot of heat check shots. He doesn't do that. And I give him credit. He tries to play the game the right way. He knows that for us, his penetration, his passing and his shooting help our team. But if someone's open, He's going to try to pass the basketball. He's always been that way and always tries to do the right thing by the team. Yes, he's subtweeting Zach. Are you you kidding me? I heard it it loud and clear. Does a bear crap in the woods? I think that's (laughs) as loud loud as Billy can be when it comes to Zach Levine because that's all Zach does. He takes dumb shots if he's made two in a row. Kobe White... Yes, he's shooting them from, from 33, 34 feet, but they're good shots, and he can make them, and he has okay. been. Zach Levine just goes, fade away, <laughs> scream, I lose the ball and turn it over, and then some athletic freak is just dunking it on the other side. Okay. I saw. Kobe's in the, yeah, the, yes, he's good. subtweeting okay. Zach. And as he should, Zach's a bit of a diva. Uh, of course, that Jimmy Butler trade, they get rid of – probably the biggest diva in basketball and they get back someone who's almost as big of a diva in Zach Levine. Different. At least he doesn't have his own underwear brand as we know of, or whatever that was. What? Yeah. Wasn't it true that Jimmy Butler had his own under underwear brand at one point? I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a thing that Jimmy thought he was such a thing, but that he, that he made an underwear brand. Well, you can't be making that up. Either he I, did or I, he didn't. Maybe I, yes. Wait. Oh no, he was just signed by. Wait, Chicago Tribune. Here we yes. go. Oh God. April seventh, twenty sixteen. 
subscriber login. Oh, Hello? don't. So either either he it did just says, hold on, Jimmy, but Jimmy Butler launching underwear line in fall. Yes. Okay. Through it. Yes. Men's PSD X Jimmy Butler boxers. Yep. Okay. So, uh, so a company signed him then. PSD? Correct, but he had but he had he had okay, featured yes. underwear with Benjamin Franklin on it. What the hell? It's a bunch of hundred dollar <laughs> bills. It's all about the Benjamins, man. I'm <laughs> it, I'm it, also it, I, I'm a featured underwear I, athlete as well. I am. I, I have I have a special deal. Who are you, with, Joe Smith? Or, or no, I, I, I have a deal with I have a deal with Haynes, and after because I buy him at CVS. And then horrible things happen to them. Horrible things happen to them because because once once I buy a pair of underwear, it's it's like it's been taken away to hell because it's about to have an absolutely miserable existence. And then you know my people signature. listen to this, right? And my 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 signature, it's it's like the Jake Johansson joke. Remember when he said he's got his the wife's underwear drawer and he looks at it it's like oh my god and this is all frilly and this has this and this has that and this is this color this is that color he says i open my drawer and i look at it i said all of this is to protect my pants from my ass but so so in, in, in my deal with haynes i can my signature style is at least half the waistband has to be ripped there has to be a massive hole in the back because that's people don't realize that's cool. Now, and I'm I'm gonna make that cool in in does my special your, underwear. Your, your, does that allow your farts to escape easier? It's, it's it's proper ventilation and it's healthier that way. I have uh, four out of five doctors who have been polled have said that, that well ventilated underwear is is better for your for your your being. So. Yeah, that's, I that's, mean, I, you're, you've, your underwear is ventilated like Charlie Brown cut his ghost costume on Halloween. That's how many yeah. holes it has. And, and, and mom tries you're, to you throw can, them out. You can name your... Yeah, of course mom tries to throw them out because she doesn't want your... You walk around in the house in underwear with holes in them. Well, but it's mine and I like it and she tries to throw it out and then I find it and I take it out of the garbage. Nobody, nobody wants to be eating their breakfast. And then all of a sudden you come down the <laughs> stairs and we just see your ass crack. That's not, that's not what, well, that's not a it's, good it's, morning. That's, I, a, it's, that's it's, more of a good night. Cause you're showing us the moon. I mean, it's I not don't a, know what's going on. It's now. not a proper, it is. I've long said this as a wise man once said, it's not a proper breakfast until you've seen my ass crack. Because who is that? Who is the, who that, is the wise that, man that said that? I don't know, but he's he's not well anymore. But that's the way you're supposed to start your day. I I believe that's that's the proper way to have that 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 get up and go feeling to begin your day. I think it's good for all of you, and I think it helped raise you well. And there you have it. So I need to move on now because oh it's time God. to look at the league leaders. We're we're a quarter of the way through the season, and I want to know how well you know the NBA. Because I have, per basketball reference, right. all of the current league leaders in every single statistical category. And some okay. of them might surprise you. All right. Who is the leader in total points scored? Jokic. I know. Jokic is points, assists, rebounds, right? Which As is of right crazy. now, he's no. Tyrese Halliburton just barely topped him in assists. Okay. Halliburton's a, he was Jokic was but I just gave you the assist who do you think is leading the league in steals right now Ooh, is it Osar Thompson it is not although Osar is he on good, there? 
And Osar Thompson is don't tell leading, me. Don't tell me. He is leading it. the league in one category, though. Osar Thompson is leading all Total of blocks. the NBA in personal fouls. Oh, well, okay. Which, Hold which, on. when you think about it as a function of playing time and, and activity is not as, as a rookie, as a rookie, yeah. no, as a rookie, it shows he's being aggressive, yep. but hold on. You said steals. Yes. It's, it, I mean, so you said that as if I would be surprised. So it's not going to be no, Drew Holiday. No, you you won't be surprised. It is somebody who I believe right now has to be involved in MVP, uh, all NBA, some, if, if you were, he would definitely be top three. No, no, Luca? but he's, he's right next to Halliburton in the next wave of star. Okay. Edwards. Nope. Good guess. Yes, Edwards. Love him. He's really I good. Do. Yeah. But this um, is right there. I, I would say hmm. these three, Halliburton, no, Halliburton, this guy and Edwards, or like if if job weren't weird, nope. This would be your next wave. This guy's a star. Okay, shut up, shut up. You're talking a lot. Shay? Nah, he's already yes. established. Yep. Oh, Shay? Oh, no, 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 no. No, you're. He's already established himself as a star. He's not that next wave. He's he's legit. He's been legit. I mean, I know, I but he hasn't been in the t- in the high. He's not there with like Embiid and Giannis and Jokic. He and was Luka. close last year. He was pretty damn close. His numbers were something. I like that Thunder team. Except they're going to lose one of their players for we don't know how long. Who is leading the league in blocks? It's not Wembenyama. No. Gobert? No. Embiid. Gobert's Gobert's the leader in defensive rating. No, not Embiid. Is it a center? Yeah, more versatile than that. No, but he he he's moves around more than a typical center. He's not he's not a big five. All right, so it's not going to be like Miles Turner. No, it's not Robinson. Okay, no, it's Uh, not it's not Pirtle. It's not Valanciunas. Capella. Yeah, I like Capella a lot. Um, not Walker Kessler. No. He's got to be up there. We've mentioned his name on the show already. The, the this show? leader in total blocks. Yes. Yes. He's leading in both total blocks and blocks per game. It because is. he's been healthy. Which he often is not. Oh, AD. Yes. AD is your leader there. Pretty impressive he's, stuff. He's so good. Now, here's an interesting one. Who's leading the NBA in minutes per game? This might be another person who maybe maybe even more qualified. Maybe if if it's not SGA, this is a guy who's playing his way. If you have like the, a, a level, a half a level below Halliburton, Edwards, and 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 that group. This is a tough. So is he a young guy? Ish. Is he young? Ish. Young young ish. Ish. Not Ish Smith. Who's De'Aaron Fox? No, good guess, but right about like that level now. He's probably you're probably talking about him as that kind of player right now. It's Tyrese Maxey. Why are you telling me? 
I like Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, because you because it would have been too long. Yeah, yeah, because God, he's fast. He's, he's fast so and he fast. can shoot and he can he can he he can do a lot of things really well. Mm-hmm. Harden leaving that team was the best thing that could have happened. Well, I, had a little I, bit of a Zach effect. I mean, I I don't think Zach's quite that bad when it comes to being a diva. Well, he was never that good either. That's true. Harden Harden was an MVP, so right. Yeah, that that it, he has a little more. You know, he has a little bit more leverage than Zach does. All right, all right. Keep going so if, what? If you, if you no, those those were the good ones. Those are the fun ones. I I think we should bring it now to the organization's win championships college showdown. It is time for the showdown. Yeah. You did. So I, I did something a little different. This is I, I just found a bunch of names here. I'm like, oh, there's one. Ooh, there's one. Ooh, there's one. So today for you, Jason Bernstein, who claims okay. to for every rostered current NBA player went to college. The subtitle of this is Know Your Trailblazers. All oh, three, God. all three of these names are current members of the Portland Trailblazers NBA roster. Are right. you ready? Yeah. Number one, forward Tumani Kamara. Dayton Flyers. Damn it. Number two, Justin Minaya. I didn't even know he was on this team, but and I'll tell you a story of why I know this. He went to Providence. Okay. Yes. So here we go. All right. So I was eating, I was a junior in high school. I was eating lunch, and there was a game at the United Center between Providence and Kansas during the tournament. I was eating lunch at a subway off campus. I turned my head to the right, and Justin, I noticed the full Providence gear, and Justin Manaya is walking there. And I looked him up after that. I'm like, that's who that was. Full Providence gear. I made out. Wait, he was walking by the sub? Wait, yes. He was actually walking into the sub? Jones. Right, no, not walking in, but like right outside. I was sitting right by the window. I turned, I looked because I knew Providence was playing Kansas at the United Center. I looked, I, I kind of smiled, and he nodded back at me. And it was Justin Manaya from Providence. Yeah, <laughs> what was he doing yep. right on? on I don't state? know. He was probably getting food with either there was a teammate there, some I don't know, but that's how I know that. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Well, I know. I hope. I know. I, hope I remember thinking he was a good player, but I hope you have there a you similar go. story about Portland center Duop Reith. Okay. No. No, I do not. And that actually like looks to... like an anagram. It looks like his name. He sounds like is... he went to either Louisville or Kansas. So I'm going to say Louisville. No, although as an anagram, his name his name would be. I don't know. It would be you O up thread at Duop Wreath went to LSU. So did the goat Nas Reed. Okay. Nice Nas job. Reed is the goat, by the way. Thank you. I picked the guy when walking by you while you're eating lunch as a junior. All right, my turn. Go. All right. First up, we have former Clippers forward Michael Brooks. Michael Brooks. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. He played up for the Clippers in the early early to mid eighties. Then he played in France for ten years or something and retired. Averaged thirteen points a game. 
Uh, I, this is a complete guess. I, he could walk in the room. I wouldn't know who he was. He went to Jacksonville. He went to LaSalle. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Ow. Next, we have former Nuggets center Blair Rasmussen. Blair Rasmussen. That's, that was one of the, the names we always used to use. <laughs> Michael Jordan! Blair Rasmussen. I, oh, <laughs> he, he Nuggets and bad uh i think yeah <laughs> larry libman and i we, we we used to play on the driveway that was a joke that we used to make when larry libman and i would shoot baskets and someone make some weird shot and the other guy would go blair rasmussen because we were weird uh, <laughs> he went to washington state you're close oregon i knew it was one of those okay you're right there damn it Last but not least, we have former Clippers and Hawks power do, forward. Do Blair Rasmussen again. He went to Oregon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, Danny Manning. Clippers Kansas. and Hawks forward. He went to Kansas. Yes. The national team of the best college players of all time. All right. I had to give you one there. Danny <laughs> Manning? Come on. You missed Please. the other two, so shut up. It's Danny Manning. It's literally one of the greatest college players who's ever lived. And I think they, they beat Duke my freshman year. Okay, funny story. Actually, oh, last no. night I found out who Tumani Kamara was for the first time because he was on because he was on Bleacher Report or something. Because I think he postered somebody. And so I made sure to look him up and I went through his Wikipedia and saw that he went to Dayton last night. I was like, okay, noted. Cause I had never heard of that guy. And of course today you pick the day to do the blazers. So, <sighs> well, yeah, that, that was, will that be a stroke of luck. Yeah. Two strokes of luck. Apparently that will be yeah, the, 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 the Manaya one is pretty crazy. <laughs> OWC 51 in the books. The bulls have the, Hornets, and then they've got the Spurs. So a couple of teams are losing records. An opportunity, maybe next time we talk, the Bulls will have a four-game winning streak, or maybe they won't. So this is our podcast. I want you to like it. I want you to rate it. I want you to review it. And while you are doing yoga or meditating, I want you to play it and use it as your mantra so you have total oneness with the world and, and an alignment of all of your chakras.